Blog Talk Radio. What's up, partiers? What kind of night is it? What? Woo! What? Show me what they're doing. What? Brother. What? Ooh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to a, a fuzzy Travis edition of the Monday Night Marks as we jump into uh, the December 15th uh, in your house from West Palm Beach, Florida, or Florida for some of you people out there. Uh, the WWF hosted In Your House, It's Time, uh, or In Your House number 12 on December 15th, 1996. Uh well, so far, my there he is, that wonderful human being. Sorry, my, uh, I'm here. I'm here. Co-world tag team champions of the women's division of the world. Don't freak out, everybody. I'm here. He's here. So you won't have to listen to me ramble on for the next hour. You'll get to listen to myself and Blake Superior ramble on for the next hour. Woohoo! We are a tag team. So that makes sense. It's a wonderful thing. Just as long as you promise never to kick me through the uh, barber shop window. You know, I think I can handle that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't. I'd appreciate it. Don't kick you. Okay. Yeah, don't. Don't. And if you do, as long as you, you know, give a good apology, I might be willing to forgive you. I mean, don't all the best tag teams get back together in the end? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. Uh, I mean, we're back here on the Fuzz and Travis Network, so got us a little yeah, no extended kidding. time. May not Those guys, at all. Fuzz and Travis. May. Yeah. There you go. Mm-hmm. They have a few little added uh, <clears throat> little audio clips that might get thrown out there just because I've missed them so much. Talking like fart, and we're talking, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Who doesn't love exactly. farting? And you got a little, uh, since we are talking about some Vinnie Mac. He's going to puke! Ooh, good one. He's going to puke. Which is always wonderful. <laughs> He's going to so, puke! <laughs> in your house. Well, he's got a pill. He's got a pill. We're back, people. It's official. <laughs> it's We're official. back. <clears throat> God bless us all. Everybody misses us. We're such fine young men. True. Well, I'm young. You're uh, well, you're yeah. young too. What are you, thirty six, ish? Almost getting there. Under a month now. Do you, ever, do you ever think about like your age and think, how did I stay alive? Oh, all the time. 
All like the, the other day, I, I, it, it hit me. Like people like my age are freaking out over being 30, 31, 32. And I'm like, holy crap, how did I stay alive this long? <laughs> yes. Um, I wholeheartedly agree with that, that statement. Yes. The level of irresponsible that I am, there's like, it just seems impossible that I've sustained myself for this period of time. It's impressive. This may be one of the greatest achievements of modern science, to be honest with you. It's pretty crazy. I think about it from time to time, and, you know, it is absolutely crazy to think about, especially when you think about how many people die every day, which is not fun to think about. And luckily for you, not what we're here to debate. (laughs) Yeah, thank goodness. Uh, Thank goodness. On this wonderful evening. Uh, You know, I remember watching a lot of pay-per-views, a lot of wrestling, but I think we were, you know, and it may be because we were in the South, but uh, we watched a lot more of WCW. Like, I don't remember all these in-your-house pay-per-views very much watching them. I remember a few. I think I remember an Undertaker Stone Cold match that we watched where they do the little flippy flips back and forth. They keep going for the tombstone. But uh, not a lot of of in-your-houses. So a lot of this stuff is new to me. Didn't know what happened. But uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. Ever been to West Palm Beach? Uh, I don't think so. Me neither. I don't think I've been. I've been all around. Anyway, in Orlando later in the month. Woo woo! That's awesome, dude. Awesome. Wrestling. Yeah, a lot of wrestling going down that weekend. I would be willing to get. Woo, brother! Where can we? And obviously, you'll be rocking the Snapchats, hopefully. So, uh, Brother, I, it, it's my plan to take the sign to every last one of those shows. I'm pretty happy about this. I'm going to <laughs> attempt to find you as much as I can. Thank you. So, Anyways. Uh, in Your House uh, kicks off with a Psycho Sid Bret Hart video package, which is going to be the main event for the WWF title. Uh, they also introduced the commentators and the Spanish ones, too. So, hola. Hola. Can't remember Kicking if the Spanish show. announce table gets destroyed in this one or not. I don't believe it does. Kicking off this show uh, like no other, though. What a uh, barn burner of an opener. Setting the world on fire. Uh, Opening match, uh, Leaf Cassidy. (laughs) Versus Splash (laughs) Funk with the Funkettes. So excited. Um. We do get a nasty counter uh, powerbomb from Cassidy. Uh, then a belly-to-belly toss over the top rope from Cassidy. He's definitely got some chops of wrestling. It's just Lee Cassidy. Come on. 
Yeah, I mean, top it does get better. He springboard ECW and becoming uh, Al Snow, so got that going for him. Pretty exciting Boy, stuff turns there. out okay for Leaf Cassidy. Yeah. He's rich now. As I say, they get a springboard planchet. Or planchet, I don't know. Cassidy kicks out of the 10 following a moonsault from Funk, who's got some uh, leaping ability. Some athleticism, if you will. Oh, yeah. Uh, He is not kin to Terry Funk, by the way, just to let everybody know. Um, Well, way back in time, maybe. Well, yeah. If you go back far enough, I guess. On a long enough timeline, all of our life expectancies are zero. Here we are, Mm. back again, talking about how old we are. Oh, no. Pizza, pizza. Pizza, pizza. There we go. Um, get multiple roll-ups, counter roll-ups, and Funk gets the win following the shooting star press. Mm. Uh, so shout out to you, Flash Funk and the Funkettes. And your personal favorite, we get a Royal Rumble promo. Yeah, these got to stop. I don't like these guys. Oh, yeah. We're on there looking at Royal Rumble. <laughs> you just sounded like uh, the old woman puppet off of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, by the way. Man, why do we always talk about Mr. Rogers' uh, puppets on this show? Because <laughs> they're creepy. We've talked, we've probably talked about Mr. Rogers' puppets on our show more than any other podcast on the internet, and that probably includes podcasts about Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Which I'm now going to find out if there is any of those. Of course there is. (laughs) Walking the Beat in Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood podcast. There's a podcast about Watching 20-year-ago wrestling, surely to goodness, there's one about a quality television show. The Neighborhood Archive Podcast. It was called The Neighborhood. Of course it was. Let's, uh, let's dive into these frequently asked questions. How do you get copies of all these episodes of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood? Where I can watch episodes of M. R N. All right. It's 2017, everybody, and we can't even say Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood without giving it an acronym. Hashtag. Hashtag MRN. Hashtag MRN. Watch new, push cat. Whoa, 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 whoa. Watch new, push cat. Whoa. So, as he delves into that wonderful podcast, our next match is for the WWF Tag Titles. Uh-oh. We get British Bulldog with Owen Hart and Clarence Mason versus, quotation mark, Diesel, quotation mark, Razor Ramon. How did these guys get a title shot? I have no idea. Every time I look at my notes, I, qu- I ask the same question, like, 
What is going like on? They here? Haven't... Oh wait, I don't have to make that noise anymore. What is going <laughs> on? They haven't even so, won a match. You know, yeah. No, so like, yeah, here's a time. Whatever. This segment was so weird. You got that right. Um, yeah, it's kind of nuts. It's kind of nuts, which is a great the story. Transition of this match into... was that. The story of this match was that. Uh oh. Oh yeah. Hot nuts. Apparently, Vince McMahon's got nuts for sale because he thinks we're all crazy enough to buy to quotation mark Diesel, quotation mark Razor Ramon. Yeah, I'm not interested. But the uh, the story of this match was that uh, Bulldog, they kept saying Bulldog was distracted by Stone Cold Steve Austin, which, of course, mm-hmm. uh, manifests itself in Steve Austin walking down to the ring. Oh, wait, you, you skipped the most important part. Kevin Kelly Oops. joins. Oh, well, thank goodness. Yeah, we were saved at the last second. But, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes on down, uh, says they're not focused. Um, Cybernetico, and I didn't get the other guy's name. Come down the entrance right did I get it? Where it is? Paroth. Yeah. Going to be fighting in the Royal Rumble, and for some reason they decide to come down. And then rip their uh, shirts off. I know I walk around and rip my shirt off, too. I've probably got enough shirts to do that and be fine. I've got a drawer full of shirts. By the way, we've got wonderful Monday Night March shirts. Buy one, even though I'm not sure how you can. If you're interested... Shoot uh, old Monday Night Mark over there on Twitter, a DM. We'll get that worked out. Slide into the, the DMs, everybody. Stone Cold Steve Austin comes to the ringside. What was that? Slide into the DMs, everybody. Safe. It's safe in there. Well, unless the psycho people that slide in the DMs show up, then you got to. Or Saco Sid might be in our DMs. I don't know. But as you mentioned hey. earlier, Steve Austin comes down to the ringside. Uh, Bulldog jumps out of the ring, attacks Austin. Uh, JR shows that he is definitely uh, biased towards quotation mark Diesel, quotation mark Razor Ramon. As he admonishes Diesel to pin Owen Hart and says he doesn't get paid to think. Are you buying the Jim, Hart, Jim Ross uh, heel turn? No, not at all. Uh, you know, Jim Ross did a lot on this show that I thought was really good in that he, for instance, in the Flash Funk Leaf Cassidy match, uh, he starts throwing out ideas of how Cassidy should wrestle the match and says, you know, he really needs to work a ground-based wrestling game and uh, take uh, Funk's legs out 
that he can't uh, do any of his aerial attack. Like, wow. Like, this guy, like, I'm just sitting here. I'm like, this is a sport. This is real. Get yeah. any of that now. You don't get that analysis. Tim Ross, you're a beautiful man. I don't understand. It's not that hard. Why do people not do that? And then we got to deal with this baloney of him trying to be, you know, be a, a heel. Come on. And I got Vince dancing with Flash Funk. Get out of town. Ridiculous. Uh, you're not paid to think. Pin the guy. I like how Vince also admits that no one cares about this match. Why would you say that, Vince? I'm kidding. I mean, it's possibly true, but it's not your job to say that. Right. Anyways, uh, Bulldog Owen defend the tag titles, but Bulldog is tagged by Austin after the match, which he totally deserves. Bulldog must be escorted back due to Austin's attack on his knee. And there you have it. Tag team champion, Bulldog, and Owen Hart. Yeah, no surprise there. I don't think uh, so far these first two matches, I don't think there's been any surprises. Mm-mm. We get a commercial uh, that's being released about Shawn Michaels, a video of his live little biography type deal for the Heartbreak Kid. Uh, Ahmed Johnson joins Vince in the ring for an interview, which uh, made the made the crowd go mild. Um, He's lost everything. Yes. Including my interest. Ahmed tells us all he has lost before he is interrupted by Farouk from the stands. I like the generic chant of, you're going down. You're going down. You're going down. It's terrible. Terrible. It's very awkward. The best you could come up with? Yeah. Like, you've been I, uh, on the shelf you know, for how long, and the best you could come up with is you're going down? Yeah. Yeah. And as as crazy as this is, sometimes I still sing the Nation of Domination song. Oh, I love that song. I'm wider than the well, cream. But I'm, I'm going to listen to the little <laughs> secret of uh, when I was... We're the Nation of Domination. Uh, you did that when you were 15? Yeah, I did it when I was 15. I do it now. Uh, we've got a caller. We've been holding. Okay. It's all ones, by the way. Should we answer? <sighs> Be careful here. Um, caller? Yeah. Please uh, keep the profanity to a uh, nun. Who is this and where are you calling from? Oh, I'm a previous uh, caller. I think I won an award uh, from you guys uh, a year ago for uh, having a crazy true story. We'll see you. Not doing that again. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> He's got a puke. He's got a puke. He's got a puke. 
he's back with a brand new invention. I know. Hey, he can listen. <laughs> Hello. How are oh you? Oh, my God. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> anyway, back to the wrestling. Where were we? <laughs> uh, we get a... Uh, uh, we get a uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley video package uh, to uh, end the tag title segment, which leads us into the Intercontinental title match face, uh, featuring Mark Marrow with uh, Mrs. Lesnar, or as we referred to her then, Sable, versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hunter Hearst. For the Intercontinental Championship. Maybe we should have let our caller... That intercontinental it would sound more. No, because uh, I remember the last time he called, and I don't like having my show <laughs> hijacked. Anybody's gonna hijack this show? It's gonna be me. I said, easy, big fella. It's true. Oh, it is yeah. true. Oh. So we get the intercontinental match face, uh, featuring the wild man, Mark Merrow. Uh, <laughs> Another great JR quote. They're nose to nose and that gives Helmsley the advantage. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh uh, uh, thank you. Because he's got a big nose. They they snuck in their favorite line, the po- protruding uh proboscis. Whatever. Big nose. A wonderful thing. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, probably, well, I won't say the most entertaining, possibly the most athletic match of the night. Wait a minute, what am I saying? <laughs> <laughs> Is there a best match of the night? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, uh, I mean, all things considered, the main event was fine. It was a spectacle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ref gets dropped pretty much from the open, uh, and Marrow should have gotten the three but was unable as the referee's out. Goldust comes down, drops Marrow and Hunter with the IC belt. Uh, Goldust leaves as Ref regains the ability to count out both men. Mark Merrill wins as a result of getting back in the ring before the 10 count. But old Hunter, Hunter Hurst, in true heel fashion, retains the Intercontinental Championship. So there you go. Yeah, there you go. Triple H. Because he's still no, the time on the way up. Felt about the end of this match. This is exactly it. what I felt like. I had no place else to go, so I'll watch this Intercontinental match. I just never was a Mark Merrow guy. Maybe, well, maybe when he was in WCW a little bit. Uh, and I, you know, I kind of felt bad because he didn't really have a, a cheesy gimmick. I mean, he was just the wild man. He was excited. He was fired up. But, you know, it was hard for him to get going. Because they're still kind of in that cartoon age, which kind of sounds weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just don't know what I'm saying, but whatever. <laughs> As Finkel announces that Hunter retains, Goldust attacks him again. 
on the exit, as he well deserves. Uh, Doc Hendricks interviews Sid and reviews HBK's attack on Sid earlier in the day, out in the parking lot. Um, Hart gets involved, tries to break it up, and gets beat up by Sid as well. He's psycho, guys. He's crazy. He's a madman. He was like that kid I used to ride the bus with that sat in the back and kept to wobbling and making movements like he was mankind. He never pulled his hair out. But you know, you're just like sitting there going, I'm just going to leave that person alone. You know? A moment of pure like compassion. Exactly. As Don Mateo so well said. Next on the card, there, Blake Superior, we got the Armageddon match. Oh, yeah, some uh, goofy rules for this one. The Executioner with now, Paul Bearer versus The Undertaker. This one was not as bad as I thought it was going to be, mainly because The Executioner is Terry Gordy from the Fabulous Freebirds, mm-hmm. and he's actually a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. But who knew? Yeah. I did it's not know there's only one thing the Superfly like to tell you, brother, that I appreciate all those years with you and your father. But there's one thing I want to understand, that when I watch that TV, I notice that something is not right, brother. I don't know if, the, you know, the cuckoo bird is, uh, you know, wiping away there, but I just want to know why are you, you know, different. I don't understand, brother. Well, Superfly, I don't blame Kennedy McMahon been cuckoo or crazy because I watched the match and between them Mr. Donald Trump, the richest man, and all of his sons come, tag the Mr. McMahon from behind and take him down and they cut him, double cross him, cut his hair. That's because he been cuckoo. I don't blame him. But still, Kennedy McMahon, you play racquetball with me, your son wrestling with me, and still you are a great athlete. Ya Allah, Ya Muhammad. All right. Well, you did say it was a crazy match. <laughs> but alas, Donald Trump did not get a haircut in the Armageddon match at In Your House 12. True, true. Just can't help but think that guy would look a lot better if he just shaved it off. But anyways... Anyway, really so what's up with the Undertaker's uh, what's up with the Undertaker's shirt in this match? Is he like a poet now? I think so. Weird. I think he is uh, Ed, Edgar Allan Poe. So, the question was asked, or I asked myself this question because no one else was here when I watched this. We get a feud package featuring mankind. And the Undertaker. So this is the next part of that drama. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as you said, the executioner wasn't nearly as bad as we thought he would be. But are we just is like mankind injured or something can't fight, or is this just them trying to be clever? I think this is just uh, you know we saw a no holds barred match on Raw between Undertaker and Mankind. Uh, we need to do something with them, but then we don't want to have another match. Let's have them fight the Undertaker or the uh, Executioner. Okay. Um, 
All right, so Mankind runs down to the ring to attack Undertaker, start the match, uh, <clears throat> and trips over the ringside mat. I think that was planned. What's that? I think this trip by the Mankind was planned. Uh, I would think so. He he runs down you think and tripped tripped over the ringside mats and then holds on to the taker's knee. That was fun. I think it was. <laughs> I mean, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It was just funny seeing Undertaker standing there and mankind clings to his knees like uh, a a preschool child. Who doesn't want his mother to leave leave him at school? Please, mother. I, uh, I don't know other British. I loved uh, seeing mankind in that straight jacket going crazy. Mm-hmm. All up and down your aisles. Getting beat down. Hit with chairs. Just wait. It's coming. Uh, they continue to fight down the entrance. Taker puts Mankind through the entrance decoration, which was awesome. Yeah. They get back to the right ring. Through security room. floods the ring. And they spray mace in the ring, which to me seems not safe. Counterproductive. Um, you know, that stuff, like, stays in the air for a while. Yeah. So if I'm, like, wrestling after the match, if I'm ringside, that's going to really not be cool. I'm not going to enjoy that. What should we get? I'm I know, mace. Yes. Make sure these guys can't see yes. what they're doing. Don't take me, bro. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> Taker and Executioner fight to the back of the arena. Meanwhile, security puts a straight jacket on mankind, as we mentioned earlier. Uh, rest in peace, Gorilla Monsoon comes down to ringside. Taker and Executioner fighting in the waterfront outside the arena, which is fun. Take that, Stone Cold and Rock. Taker comes back in the arena and attacks Mankind in a straitjacket, which seems a little unfair. Unfair, unfair. Then the Executioner returns to the ring, continues to fight Taker. Taker drops Executioner with a tombstone pile driver, as he's so eloquent at. I don't know if eloquent's the uh, right word. Maybe efficient. An executioner is unable to answer the 10 count and take Man, the Man, he was out for a 30 count. Yeah. He wouldn't get enough. I would say the tombstone pile driver is sold. I love the uh, referee sold pulling him up. <laughs> Grabs his arm and starts pulling him out of the ring. That's safe. This man apparently just got dropped on his head and can't stand up <laughs> after a uh, 13 count now. And you're like, yeah. Forget the proper medics. Just pull him off there. I'm trained. Mm-hmm. I'm a trained professional. I'm a referee. Uh, Doc I'm, a, I'm a World Wrestling Federation referee. Yeah. They're licensed to handle situations like this. Trained medical professional. I'm not even Sounds like sure a bunch of poop. Referee it was. Maybe the most uh, 
are the best way to describe the show in general. Still like a bunch of poop. Am I talking about the podcast or am I talking about in your house? Or Hey-o. in a strange bit of irony, am I talking about both? Doc Hendricks interviewed. Why is the beef? Shout out to you, Bret Hart, uh, for having some really good interviews over the yeah. last few episodes. My brother Roland. Uh, Bret Hart discusses the previous attack on superstars. A lot of attacks happening. Uh, HBK's music hits and the interview, and Hart gives one of his best interviews, complaining about it all being about Shawn Michaels. Oh, it was great. So great. Every time I try and do something, it's all about Shawn Michaels. Well, I'm sick of it. And Vince McMahon... Kind of reminds me of the... Not a nugget. And as you can imagine, Shawn Michaels' music hits He's going to make his way down to the ring and join commentary for the WWF Championship. Featuring Brett the Hitman Hart and Psycho Sid the reigning champion. Psycho Sid Vicious. <laughs> oh, I love that guy. Like, he's legitimately one of my favorite wrestlers. He's in my top 20. Easily. Easily. Oh. I pray it. I love Sid. Everything about him is great. I love his promos. I love his wrestling. Great. Greatness. Greatness in a bottle. Which I would totally sell. We're about ready to wrap up uh, In Your House 12, WWF Championship, Bret Hart, Psycho Sid. Not really a uh, a great match from, uh, you know, both of these guys' gimmick, who they are naturally. Uh, but anytime you throw Bret Hart in there, yeah. and a guy that's halfway competent, it's going to be a match. Uh, so Bret Hart returns the favor from earlier by attacking Sid prior to the bell. Kind of a uh, new turn there for Bret. Uh, Sean harshly attacking Bret's lack of emotion. Uh, and my only thought to that is, well, Sean, if he had any more emotion, where would you and Vince McMahon come in? My goodness. You give us plenty. Uh, I'm Shawn Michaels and Jose Lothario. That's that's Vince and Shawn mixed together. Sid brutally attacked Brett outside the ring by throwing him into the metal railing. That looked painful. Uh, He removed the mat. Hart counters by throwing Sid in the corner. Still post. That also looked painful. Mm. Um. I hate great groundwork being laid. So bad. Yes. They sell that like nobody's business, and I think part of it is because they don't have to sell it. <laughs> it just doesn't look enjoyable. Um, obviously, there's a buildup 
of animosity between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. He's doing a great job of that uh, on the mic. Uh, Hart goes for the sharpshooter. Sid kicks out and kicks Hart out of the ring. Very well done to display Psycho Sid's power, which he has a lot of. Uh, All I care about Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. It's true. Uh, Austin comes down. Submarines, uh, Brett. uh, Nice little shoulder tackle there to the back of the knee, which is always really dangerous. Uh, Then British Bulldog comes down, attacks Austin, and everything goes crazy. Everything goes haywire. Uh, both men flip over the top rope and onto the floor in front of Shawn Michaels. Uh, Sid pushes Shawn back into the guardrail. And, uh, man, Sid's just got a lot of power. Of course, Shawn, you know, could sell a banana peel. So there's that. Um, <clears throat> he could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. White gloves? <laughs> yes. Catch up popsicle. Um, <clears throat> Sid gets into the ring, tosses Hart into the ropes, who collides with Sean, and uh, old Bret Hart gets sent for the ride. A power bomb mm. to make your grandma cry. Yeah, it would. Man. So, so the question that I put here on my notes: Who has the best power bomb? I know we've Ooh, got the jackknife, we've got the last ride, we got Psycho Sid. That's going to be our question of the week. On the, uh, I'll send that over to Monday Night Mark, having posted. I already know the answer. Who has the greatest power bomb? Do you want to know the answer? Tell us. Dean Malenko. Surely you can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Shirley. Malenko, definitely a uh, underdog. I a good power think. bomb, though. Good power bomb. So that'll be. So who who should make our list? Who has the I best mean, all power the bomb? Suspects should be there. I mean, you got you got Vader, you got Kevin Nash, you got Psycho Sid. Are we talking just this era or what? Oh, we're talking. All time. Who, who's, I All need four time. Oh, man. For the poll. Four? Yeah. Four more? No, I just need four. Four, period. I think I just gave you four. But, uh, Sid, Kevin Nash, Undertaker, and, uh, I mean, I guess you can do Vader, right? Yeah. No Dean Malenko? I mean, I like his power bomb, but I may be in the minority there. All right, we're going to go we're going to go till tomorrow night cuz we're supposed to do another show, right? That's the uh that's the plan possibly. Now, before we decide on this, are you sure you don't want to add uh maybe Jack Swagger's power bomb? Yes. Okay. Fair enough. 
So here we go. Who has the best power bomb? Psycho Sid, Kevin Nash, Undertaker, or Vader, the official poll that's just been posted. Be sure to go and vote, everyone. All two of you that listen, maybe on a good night. But we appreciate uh, you. So Sid Sid Powerbomb's heart for the three count and the win. Post match Bret Hart attacks Shawn Michaels and rips his shirt off and all the women go. Ah, he's just a sexy boy. He's not your boy toy. He's got a puke. He's just a sexy boy. Sexy boy. That was um um just you know. Levels and levels and levels of stupidity, the likes of which I've never seen in my life. Maybe I am insane. Maybe I am insane. And maybe it's time for you to find out how insane I am. Yeah. Right now, yeah. Maybe that'll be our next one. How insane was Randy Macho Man Savage? <laughs> Pretty insane. Uh, overall, Pretty I'd insane. say uh, what a yeah, C plus for the show. Two hours, kind of moved by B plus. Is that what you're going with? C plus. C plus, gotcha. Yeah, that's more in my range. Uh, you know, I'm not really into a whole lot of these feuds. Um, I think the Undertaker. Uh, Mankind feud has brighter days ahead, obviously. Um, I mean, you might as well just call this Sunday Night Raw. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what it boils down to. I mean, obviously you've got a weird stipulation match, but they had that on Raw last week. Uh, Got an Intercontinental title match, got a WWF championship match. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you had Farouk and Ahmed, which didn't do anything except, yeah, go with that. Yeah, go with that. I will say this. They had Cybernetico. Yeah. Uh, but, you know. And Parade. Not a terrible pay-per-view, but I'll probably never watch it again. No. Oh, gosh. There's no reason to ever see this again. No. Uh, not to put anyone through that once again. Um but, you know, things are starting to amp up. I'm not really sure. I guess Austin uh, and the Hart Foundation will kick up pretty soon. Um, yeah, there's well, at least parts of it. Um, I was kind of surprised Brett didn't win this. I was, man, Brett Hart doing the J-O-B. But, I mean, I guess, you yeah. know, Sid just did get the title, but then Brett's coming back, so I don't know. I don't know, I don't know. Interesting turn of events, nonetheless. Exactly. Uh, Very exciting going forward, at least. Tomorrow night, we'll be coming back at you. Uh, Not to rush us along, because obviously we've got plenty of time, but tomorrow night, if all the plans go accordingly, we will be coming at you uh, with Monday night, uh, December the 16th. A Nitro 66, mm-hmm. and I believe Raw 189. Woo-hoo! 
definitely some things in the work. Obviously, Starcade is on the horizon, aka WCW WrestleMania, um, with the match of the century. Is that what they're saying, or match of the decade? Uh, I think they're saying match of the century, but it's not even the match of the decade. It's not even even the match of the year. No. Just I mean, for crying out loud, I think there was more anticipation to Buried Alive than there was this. Yeah, I think you know I, I'm. I uh, I would right now I would say that, and I'm not looking at my notes. It's just out of the out of my out of the top of my head. I would say probably my favorite match of the year so far, and I guess we could have an episode dedicated to 1996 from May to December as we're closing in on the end of the 96 matches. Uh, but I would say that uh, the at least, well, I don't know if it's even considered a feud, but the uh, Rey Mysterio Dean Malenko matches. Oh, yeah. Stand out in my mind. Oh, uh, yeah. As some great ones. We've so. seen a lot of, yeah, anything with Dean Malenko for sure, Mysterio, Regal, uh, DDP's yeah, been great. Good. Yeah. Good stuff. Maybe that's something we'll have to look at and possibly do a show with our top five or something matches that we've watched. Good idea. Uh, it's a good so idea. Look back at the notes. So, Faux show. We're we looking at doing some fun stuff like that. Um, yeah. Got a big weekend coming up this uh, weekend of wrestling. Do I? Yeah. Possibly. Possibly. We'll have to see. Uh, there's a show I'm considering going to. It's a little bit of a drive, so maybe maybe not. Be actually uh, heading your direction this weekend as I'll be traveling. Oh, yeah. To Fordland, Missouri. I hope there's no snow. <laughs> Literally don't know where Fordland, Missouri is. <laughs> I didn't either uh, until I looked it up. It's like south. Central. Mm. So, it's about an eight-hour drive. Yeah, see, I think I can make this wrestling show in maybe under two, about two, which is really about my limit as far as driving alone. Yeah. And even that's a bit of a stretch. Well, hopefully it'll be worth your time. I enjoy the tweets of the action, the Snapchat of the action. Thank you. I'll be. Uh, I appreciate that. Watching, trying to keep on top of the ball. Uh, I've started Nitro '67. That would be two days before Christmas, 1996. Uh, right. So trying to keep ahead of time, and I don't know if we really want to make this official because our schedules change so much. But what we're shooting to do uh, for the Monday Night Marks is to try to do at least two a week, Monday and Tuesday nights. Uh, Usually, typically, will be after Raw and after SmackDown. So if you haven't had enough wrestling on your Monday and Tuesday night, listen to us jabber on about old stuff. Exactly. True. True. Well, Travis, this has um, been entertaining and insightful, enlightening and intelligent. Um, quite a hoot. Wouldn't you say? At least for one person. Could be right? back on the... Uh, yeah. Being back on the old mothership, yeah, the fat network. Of course, yeah. tomorrow night we'll be back on 
the Monday Night Marks blog talk page. Um, so hopefully, Lord willing, uh, I'm going to go down and uh, take the wheelchair legend uh, out for his birthday tomorrow. To see nice, nice, nice. Uh, and then hopefully we'll be back tomorrow night, 10 or 10.30, or maybe even later. Who knows? It's spring break for me, so what else? Uh, Blake Superior, spring my break. wonderful tag team champion hey, of the women's hey, world, the women's tag Travis team. Show, pal. You don't call me by that name. And the Fuzz and Travis show coming at you. Uh, you got anything else you want to say? Any shout-outs? Shout out to zebras, penguins, uh, you know, any type of feline that can climb trees, uh, polar bears, elephants. Shout out to y'all. Elk. Well, there you have it, people. You guys have a wonderful night. Feathers. We'll see you Eagles, Monday night. Lions. December 1996. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul.
you, Hulk Hogan, show self-pity. Do you, Hulk Hogan, try the reason why. Do you, Hulk Hogan, try and comfort the normals that have even more fear than you? Or do you, Hulk Hogan, kick the doors out? Kick the cockpit door down. Take the two pilots that have already made the sacrifice so that you can face this challenge. Dispose of them, Hulk Hogan. into a nosedive, Hulk Hogan. Push yourself to total self-destruction. As you realize, Hulk Hogan, you are about to enter a world close to parts unknown. Do you, Hulk Hogan, look for a place to hide? Or do you, Hulk Hogan, face that challenge that may be more powerful than even you are, Hulk Hogan? You, Hulk Hogan, must self-destruct so that you will know, Hulk Hogan, Hogan. I am not the chosen one that you speak of. I am not. I, Hulk Hogan, am the only one. What is going on?